Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring successful tech sales professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share best practices, insights, and lessons learned with other tech sales professionals. As a sales professional, the more we learn, the more we earn. Once we earn it, how can we put those hard-earned commission dollars back to work to build additional income streams that will create the freedom we are all working to achieve? I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. So today I want to talk about quota. So let's assume you just received your quota and you don't like it. For many of you, it is that time of year where quotas have just been rolled out. I know there's been a, many years where I might have been sitting, waiting for my quota, sometimes all the way up until the last day of Q1. But for the sake of this discussion, let's just assume that you've received it. Are you happy with it? Well, quota is a funny thing because how often is, is anybody really happy with their quota? The number is always bigger than what you wanted to see, and the plan is overly complicated. Now, I have had plans where it was just a product bucket very straightforward credit for each dollar sold and then really incredible multipliers after 100%. Eh, but that's, you know, that's the exception not the norm. More commonly, I've had plans with multiple product buckets, some buckets carrying more weight than other buckets. Some buckets you have to hit 80% before any of the multipliers can be released from the other product bucket. And then I've also had some in addition where every dollar sold early in the plan paid less than the dollar sold later in the plan, or as an example, after you get to 50% or 75%. Most plans realistically are somewhere in the middle. Now, the challenge you have as a seller is to take the quota and the plan and then decide, number one, do you have a shot to make money this year? And then number two, what do you need to adjust in your business or in your territory plan to maximize that comp plan? You're not there to work for free. You're worked there to crush it and make commission. Now, I've worked with salespeople in the past that would get so worked up about their plan. They'd spend hours talking with peers, uh, running through different calculations, complaining about it to their manager. And early in my career, I did the same one time. And guess what? Nothing changed. I never received an adjustment for my complaining. In fact, the one time I did complain to my manager, he thanked me for the feedback. He was a great manager, but he thanked me for the feedback and then was asking me for my forecast for the quarter. And I think it was a soft message, basically said, hey, it's done, it's over. Now let's get to work and figure out how we deliver. And by the way, he was right. This was an attitude that I took on for the rest of my career. Now, don't get me wrong. I definitely had quotas that I was not happy with. I just learned that it wasn't going to change. And I found it was better to be open and collaborative on my business plan with my manager to figure out how to exceed that quota. And this does a couple things. Number one, it pulls your manager into the business, gives them some visibility on both the opportunities as well as the challenges in your account base or territory. This may help in a few other areas, right? Because other team members will not be doing the same. What are they doing? They may be complaining about how hard it is. Well, think about it. When your manager needs to make a decision or decide where to invest resources, where do you think they want to invest their personal time? Where do you think they want to reward stock? Who are they going to think about? 
Well, they're going to think about the person that makes their job easier, the person that's thinking about the future, not the person that's complaining and constantly making it difficult. Now, I also sincerely believe that if you believe or you have to believe that you'll find a way to exceed your quota, a big part of obviously you just can't believe and, and make it happen. A big part of it comes from you have to develop a plan, but you know, think about are there accounts that you want to double down on? Are there certain accounts you want to hunt? So you got to have a plan and then you have to believe that that plan is going to work. Alternatively, those reps that are off or that start off maybe believing that they're not going to hit or exceed their quota, guess what happens to them, right? They're right. They fall into this death spiral achievement or lack of achievement where they sputter along for the year. They carry on that underperformance into the next year, they then they then leave, they then look for their next job. And oftentimes, they go into a worse or more challenging situation. And then they get on this wheel and it just continues to spin and it's just a continuous slide down into a lower quality position. Now, if you've worked long enough, you, you probably know what I'm talking about. So don't do that. Just take the quota. Decide you're going to do whatever it takes to achieve it. Meaning, you will do whatever work it takes to achieve it. So keep it simple, right? This is not a discussion around territory plans or account plans, but find the right accounts, find the right people, get crisp on your message, get crisp on your value, and just get to work. Now, one tip or hack, if you want to call it that, I like to pick two to three specific actions or activities that you feel are foundational to your success. You know, Write them down, put them uh, on your bathroom mirror, so you see them each morning. I find that it's easier to get excited at the beginning of the year, but it's really easy to get distracted as time goes on, just because the priorities of the day, some new great sales motion that the management team rolls out. The only things that you can control are the ones that you do consistently over time, right? For example, Steph Curry or Damian Lillard. Uh, they didn't start out the basketball, NBA basketball players, by the way. They didn't start off as great three-point shooters, right? They practiced. Michael Phelps, the swimmer, did not start off being great at all the long course swimming events. The high performers, they pick specific areas of their profession and then work on it or do it every single day. So, you know, I don't know what your role is, but pick two or three of those specific action items that you just want to work on every day, and then you'll get better at them. They'll become a habit. And then you don't even have to think about it. It'll just be part of what you do. And then you can go pick the next two or three things. Now, it's possible that you might not hit your quota, right? All you can control is the work and the quality of your execution. Now, with that said, I've seen many examples where a rep was doing all the right things, great habits, great execution, but they came up a little bit short during the year. But guess what happened the next year? They absolutely crushed it. They built up so much strong quality pipeline that it carried over into the next year. Now, when you take this approach and average that income out over a career in sales, this is where this role can be so incredibly lucrative. So that's it for today. Go crush your quota. And until next week, make this your best week ever. I want to break in with this quick commercial from me. I am very excited to announce that we have our first multifamily real estate deal for the year. This is a really nice boutique 88 unit complex in Tempe, Arizona, which is an incredibly strong sub market of the Phoenix area. 
And we are partnered with my friend Reed and his company at the RSN Group. They're the, the ones that found the deal. And they also have another asset uh, very close by this particular property. Uh, investment spots on this one, they're going to fill up quickly because it is also structured to accept 1031 exchanges. And there's a number of exchanges out there right now looking for a home. So if you're interested, just contact us through hightechfreedom.com, or you could book a call using the link in the show notes. And even if you just want to learn a little bit more about the investing process, let's chat. I'm happy to share and follow up with some educational resources. Now back to the show. Thanks again for joining us today. To get more sales and real estate tips, you can subscribe to our newsletter at hightechfreedom.com. You can also join our private Facebook and LinkedIn group that is exclusively for sales professionals. If you found a nugget of good information in the podcast, please subscribe, give us a positive rating and write a review. If there is a topic that you would like us to cover in the future, please send us a note through our website at hightechfreedom.com. Until next week, make this your best week ever.